Well, hello and welcome back. We're going to start the show today with having Korean snack chips. And then we're going to talk about why people don't want to go back to work after the pandemic. It's a stressful subject, so we're going to talk about skincare and self-care. And then Mark's got some musical tidbits to share with us. And then we're going into Paranormal Corner, so you're going to want to stick around. And welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jenna. And I don't even know if I squeezed everything in there. There's so much going on. Squeeze it in. <laughs> a little more. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, let's get to the snack before you before you talk yourself yes. into needing okay. your your uh, menopause fan <laughs> I too know, early. Right? So uh, already you can see the drinks that I brought in here. Yes, this is I guess a TikTok sensation. Sensation. So you take. Um, I'm afraid because TikToks usually people doing stupid things. Well, we'll see with this one. Okay. Apparently, should people I stir are... it up because it is settled? It, it has to quite be. A bit. Yes. Yes. So it needs to be stirred. Well, that's yes. So I've stirred okay. it. And yes, obviously, it's. I think it's going to be kind of like having a, a daiquiri. Some of the stuff's just going to be at the bottom. So what you do is you take um, unflavored water or seltzer water or tonic, whatever your preference is. Okay. I use La Croix. And then you Le add Croix. your... Is that a brand name or yeah, is that a type is. of... Okay. It's a brand. And then you add... Oh, La Croix. <laughs> right. The French soda yes. thing. Okay. And then you add jam. So this is cranberry liqueur because that's what I had. Okay. And then it's strawberry jam. And you add jam to it and you mix it. And apparently it's tasty. And so, I thought it would be nice and refreshing and so the, feel a little So the indulgent. spoon in here is just to stir it. I'm not supposed to eat it with the spoon. Well, I mean, you can at the end there because it's going to keep yeah, settling like, see, to the bottom. There's clumps of stuff in here, which makes me really nervous about it. But I'll take a sip it's anyway. It's jam. <laughs> It's just not on toast I know, but or a you're, biscuit. You're presenting it to me, so I'm not, you know. Sure. There's a little bit of lack of trust there. So I want, I want to take a sniff <laughs> of that while you take a drink. Mm. Okay, so it smells like fruit. It smells like strawberry jam. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. Oh, good. It's a nice little refreshing. Uh, I would think that you could even add ice drink. to this and blend it and make yourself some kind of a icy smoothie. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now take a look at the uh, snack right. part. We have chips, which means we have packaging, which means we have sound effects. Korean <laughs> honey butter chips. This is a pretty hot thing that I keep reading about. And so I went for it. With real ordered, honey, it says on the package. That's... I ordered some from Amazon. and So you guys, this has been tried by a few different people. Like I say, I have read about them before. I'm opening mine under the table so it's not right in y'all's ears. And I'm opening mine right in front of the microphone so (laughs) So it is in y'all's ears. You can can blame him for that one. Um, So when I get in here. I'm afraid to open this. Oh. Oh, you opened yours? What did you do? I just, you know how it's ridged? Oh, you tore it. You tore it. Okay. It's ridged for your pleasure. And so... It's so full you're, of air that I'm afraid it's going to explode all over. Slice it in the, like all right, this. all right. I, but I was See, trying look, to do this. Look at what I'm doing. All right, I look got it. Hey, look at that. <laughs> okay, so now he's going to try it again, you guys. It this smells is like potato. Honey butter chips. And I've heard about these. Hold on, I need to make the hole bigger. I, I don't think you can really go personally. I don't think you can go wrong. I mean, I like potatoes. I like honey. I like chips. All right. And so the reviews were, were pretty strong. These look like regular potato chips. Yes, they do. Not remanufactured you know ones like Pringles. Yet. Yeah. So so with the drink, with the unflavored uh, carbonated water, and then you add, I mean, if you did uh, a jelly instead of a jam, 
you wouldn't have bits of fruit floating around in it. So I don't mind the fruit. Somebody might, but I don't. You know. Oh, I don't mind that. I've That's had, good. I've had this flavor before. Really? I mean, I haven't specifically had honey, but you know what? These are good. The honey <laughs> part of this. <laughs> okay, let me try this. You know what? This reminds me. It reminds me mm. of. Uh, uh, oh. Oh, shoot. What are those, the, the cornucopia things you put on the end of your fingers and Corn- you have witch fingers? <laughs> right. Corn corkers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking I know what about. I you mean. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sure there's listeners right now just. I mean, it is less saying, corny, but it does have that. Because the, you guys, so these are sweet, but they're not What do you call those so. things? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I can picture them, but I can't think of what they're called. They're not cloyingly so. And you know how honey um, tends to be quite strong. This is not. So it's, wow. it's sweet, but it's also savory. We've been mm. doing that a lot lately. Yeah. Well, mm. you like stuff that's sweet and savory. Well, I do if it's I done. I mean, I do too. I'm not saying that. I do if it's done well, because sometimes right. it doesn't work for me. But this, this works great. all right. And you know what? And it, it's that... That honey stays as an aftertaste. It's like after you eat the chip, You're it's right. like, oh my gosh, there's still sugar in my It's like the back mouth. note, isn't it? You get, you get the salt and the potato first, and then the honey comes Wow. bringing up the, the rear. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so so this is a, well, so okay. Yes, these are Korean. You guys, you'll, I've, got a, I've taken a picture of them. Uh, they look, actually, they look like Lay's potato chips. If you put these in a bowl until you tasted them, probably right. people would think it was a Lay's potato chip. Right, they chip. do not look any different than any other regular potato chip. Yeah, not thicker like Ruffles. Looks like a Lay's. Um, but that honey, that's a little something extra there. Something, something extra. Uh, they're a little more expensive. I don't know. Probably if I went to a specialty store, perhaps I could buy these at, at a Korean shop and maybe pay less than I did by getting them on, on Amazon. But I wanted to try them. I also found a recipe for making your own. And maybe that will happen in the future. And we can decide if all the extra work is worth it or you just buy it on Amazon. <laughs> but so there's a... Well, what, what's interesting is I, I imagine... So it's distributed here in Southern California. It's in Cerritos is where okay. the distribution company that imports and distributes them. Yeah. According to what's on the package here. So it's like, what, why... This might be in a Korean store here locally. I would imagine so. Probably more so than ever because they are catching on. Actually, they may have already caught on. I could be slow to the the party. Slow to the uptake? Yeah. So this is, you know, times are are stressful (laughs) right now. So there's a little bit of self-care going on in this show and also talking about a few things that are um, a little more current, which is for part of the reason that they're stressed. So... We might uh, keep supping on our the drink. I don't. I don't want to um, just keep in mind, you guys. That's actually pretty good. It's like semi homemade too, so you can say I made this drink if you wanted to serve it to people. Your favorite flavor of jam or jelly, I, and mix it in with flavored water. I can't hear anything you're saying. I'm. I'm <laughs> on these all that chips. crunching. <laughs> they are good. These chips are great. It's like it's like candy potato chips. Candied potato chips. But. But not that sweet, you guys. If you think you no. wouldn't like it, they're not that sweet. It's the perfect amount of both. Wow. That is great stuff. No people, wonder they're popular. People don't want to go back to work. Mm. And that's not a surprise, right? Right. So. Yeah, we went through a strange thing there where... where uh, 600 and whatever days be, to slow the curve. So people Right. And working. people people, well, people didn't work. People And some people uh, got on the dole. 
Yes. And a lot of people were paid by the government to not work aside from being on the dole. And it, and it really, to me, put a dip in our culture. And, I mean, if, so, if I could work from home, uh, being the introvert that I can be, I mean, it sounds great, but obviously I'm, the, lo- the cable's not going to locate itself. So <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Sorry, but that's dingable. <laughs> that is dingable. <laughs> Come on, baby. The cable's not going to locate itself. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> well, poor Andreas is back to the office three days a week. And like many knowledge workers, I'm assuming that means he works in the I don't computers. Know what that means. I guess. Not sure. Wow, that is a weird description. He's not happy about it. He says that while he and the other executive assistants at his Boston law firm have been forced back. So maybe he helps research the suit lawsuits. Anyway. Uh, that's He's a secretary. Could be. Is that what it's called now? I don't know. A knowledge worker? <laughs> uh, so he doesn't want to go back. He says that the rules don't quite make sense, and people in all types of jobs are only coming in because they have to, not because there's a good reason to go in. People have adapted to remote work, and truthfully, the firm has done a tremendous job at adapting in the pandemic. But I think it's more the returning to work that they're struggling with. Um, he, like a number of other office workers, spoke with... Uh, it's it's Recode, and it's also the the magazine or the publication is Vox, V-O-X. Oh, okay. Um, so I Recode, I'm not really sure. Maybe it's somebody who, maybe it's independent and Vox prints their stuff. I don't know. Anyhow, he spoke on it in anonymity because he doesn't want to get in trouble with his employer. He enjoys working from home. He thinks he does a good job of it. And he says that it's... Um, the commute has gotten 45 minutes longer thanks to construction projects in his route. Okay, so the first thing I'm thinking is, but that's just life. We all deal with that at some right. point. Right. I mean, it sucks. I'm very lucky because I'm one off ramp away from work, but I haven't always been. Right. A lot of my work career has not been that way. And I've done the, I have done the commute into deep, dark L.A. and back where you spend four hours on the freeway every day. And after working... You come home and you're you're collapsed. That's it. You're you're spent. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. So I certainly have done that in my past. Makes you old fast. You wouldn't think that driving, but when, with this, that's the when I lost. Commuting those here. are the years Ooh. I lost my hair. By the way, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so there are the people who enjoy working remotely, and they're upset about returning to the office. But surprisingly, there are those who don't want to be remote, and they're upset because they don't like how empty it is in the office. Right. Which, I mean, again, I'm like, no, I don't mind. (laughs) I don't care if it's just a few people I like. Whereas I'm the kind of guy that's like, no, 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 I need people to to chat with, to, uh, you know, I can't just throw jokes out to the air. If I think something's funny, I'm going to point it out to someone I'm working with. Back when I worked for a company, I should say. Yeah. Well, so the reasons uh, the return to the office isn't working out, because apparently it's not working out, there are numerous. Bosses and employees have different understandings of what the office is for, and after more than two years of working remotely, everyone has developed their own varied expectations about how best to spend their time. As more and more knowledge workers return return to the office, their experience at work, their ability to focus, their stress levels, their level of satisfaction at work has deteriorated. You, it's so strange to me not experiencing that because nothing has changed in my job. Right. Um, and I can only speculate because I, like. I've been freelance for 35 years plus. So this, this stuff to me is, I can only speculate. I have no experience on that except for when 
I used to do a lot of work with companies. I was doing video production, corporate video and stuff like that. So I would see uh, the culture that was going on. But I haven't done that stuff in years. So it's hard for me to make a... Oh, I certainly can't make an informed comment on it. Yeah. Except that there is something to be said for having a supervisor come in and look over your shoulder checking your work. Right. I tell you, working from home... So I've been working from home for 30 plus years and... The first, uh, I forget how long, but I know it was a long time that I would get up and get dressed every day and walk down the hallway to my office that I had, my home office. And because I wanted to stay in the mode of, I've got to get in work. I've got work to do. I've got to put in an eight-hour day. And eventually it came down to, I'll just show up in my underwear. Okay. (laughs) That's at my home, by the way. I did not do that at the office. I would imagine a lot of Zoom appointments. I had dreams. I had I had I had nightmares of showing up to work in my underwear. Let's do that sometime uh, next time we have a Zoom interview. (laughs) All right. Okay. And only we will. I don't want to tell everyone, but we're doing. We're doing it right now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but I I don't. the, The thing is, remote working. I imagine if your work can be. Oh, see, this gets into a whole different thing of of, and I don't want to I don't want to usurp your so go, your go. topic, but that gets into the whole thing of whether it is valuable enough to have a supervisor over your shoulder or not. I think I think you do you need someone to be checking up on your work. I do. Some people uh, don't need it, and some people do. Right, and I I I would err on having people in the office and doing that rather than working from home. You know, I, it just depends on the type of job and the type of information. Mm-hmm. I have a I friend agree. of mine that has a master's in, uh, uh, I, can't I don't have the master's, so that's why I don't remember it, but uh, in uh, analysis, being able to analyze numbers and all that. And she works for a bank that is, you know, a two hour commute away. The company is yeah. the main branch and she works from home. And has been doing this for a couple of years now. She was actually doing this before COVID. Coronavirus! Thank you. Thank Just you had to get party. that in there. Uh, she showed up. She's been doing it before then, and it works out great for her. Yes. Because whatever analysis she is doing from everything can be judged on a computer screen, apparently. Whereas there are other jobs. I mean, look, manufacturing you can't do from home. You can't sit yep. there and manufacture. You need the equipment and everything, and you know you have to have someone. You know, I don't know. I guess it just depends on the job, but and as you said, it also depends on the people because some people are self starters. I always was. I always was in there to get the job done, and other people need someone to prod them to make sure they're keeping up. Well, I would assume that if employers are having employees come back, there's a reason for it because if you have to pay less overhead. By having people work at home instead, I mean, why wouldn't you? Right, so and have they, a smaller office. You mean? Yeah. If they instead of having a hundred people in yes. the hundred person office, exactly, have a, have a twenty person office, yes. and and the other ones work at home. If if you find that there's not a need to have that big warehouse, to have that big whatever it is, then why wouldn't they? So there must they must be finding two and a half years later that there's a reason to have people start coming back in. But I don't know how many places. With the exception of places that really didn't change much in the first place, I it looks like a lot of them are doing this hybrid model, and that's where people come in just a few days a week. So right. this guy, for example, says we're supposed to come in three days a week, and then the other two, they work from home. But he says a lot of people, eh, sometimes they just show up too. 
okay, that's crazy to me to think that I can just decide, nah, maybe today I'll work from home. I mean, if my boss said I could do that, I guess that would be different. Hmm. But that's really odd to me to think that there is any employer that would be so flexible that they're just like, well, I mean, it's what we want you to do, but you just do what you want to do. You know, and see, again, this is hard for me to comment because I've been self-employed for so long. I've always do what I want to do Yeah. for the most part. I mean, I, obviously I schedule things around to make a priority for clients when I have them, but on some of the downtime, eh, without getting into too many, too many details of my work, some of the stuff where it's like things I need to get accomplished, it's like, nah, let me go watch a movie for a couple hours first, mm-hmm. relax, and then after that, now I'll get into it and I'll work up until midnight. I, mean, I, that, want, I want your job. That was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look, look at the difference between our hair. You have beautiful hair and I have none left. So, you know, there's a stress level that of being self-employed that factors into your the length of your hair. You think? <laughs> All right. Okay, I won't get my job so I can keep my hair. <laughs> Because there were times, there were times when I was doing edit editing commercials and stuff where you know I I and this is I brought on by myself at, at the time when it got pretty competitive for video production companies. Oh, everyone sorry. that was an accidental beep. Uh, there was a time when I promoted myself as I'll shoot your commercial and I'll have it ready for you the next day. Well, because I was doing commercials for cable TV for car dealers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and the cable companies were taking three to five days yeah. or more to so. come out with a commercial. It's like, no, no, I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to go home because I had all the, you know, I made a huge investment. I have all the editing equipment. This is back when you still needed uh, videotape recorders and stuff. I mean, this is when we were shooting on industrial three quarter inch video and beta cam and stuff like that. I had a whole setup, I still do, in my home office, but I would go home, I would, uh, you know, relax, because usually I was in traffic getting home, watch a movie, eat dinner, then I'd head in there, and I would be editing up until midnight or whenever I got done, (laughs) whenever I got done with the commercials. So, but I'm a self-starter, and I put out there that I can have your commercial the next day, and that got me a lot of work. And it sounds like that would have probably worked for you. It would and still it was work great. For you. It was it was high stress because mm-hmm. back then we didn't we couldn't just upload the video or anything. You actually, I had to make FedEx by the next day. Yeah. There were there were times when I was you know driving to uh, one of our local airports here to the FedEx hub because I couldn't get the commercial done in time to drop it in the local box down the street. I had to drive to one of the major airports yeah. in order to uh, meet the deadline. So you know it's. It's it's something that neither one of us can totally relate with because once again, I mean, not much has changed for you, not much has changed for me. The only thing that changed for me from work is that the office people could either work from home or come into the office if they needed to at my place. We outdoor techs, we weren't allowed to come into the office. You weren't even allowed to go in the office. They did not want us to, especially right. especially the very, oh, probably the first six months or so. Um, eventually they brought in a thermometer and hand sanitizer and sometimes you can go in. We're still not having our weekly meets where you meet inside. Still? Uh, still. This late into it. But yeah, they did not want us to come in. They didn't want us to come near the door. Wow. It was as though we were the scourge. We were the ones that were like, bring it in. So it was kind of The people weird. that work outside all the time. Yes. Away from everyone else. You're yep. the ones bringing in We were the ones the... that can't come in. So that <laughs> d- was kind of weird. Wow. Well, so... Uh, 
I guess that the, the people here that they're talking to are saying that their bosses don't even say anything about how they're kind of just, eh, I'll come in today or maybe I'll just work from home. And they think it's because of the weird work environment that it's not easy to hire people, which is crazy to me because I would think people would be dying to get back to work. Right. So who's who's not looking for work? I mean... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think, like I said, uh, it's hard for me to tell because... The crowd that I hang out with, including you, are we're self-starters. We're people that like to work. We want to contribute. We want to go out there and we have yeah. a drive to get things done and to do things right. So, I, like I said, otherwise it's just me speculating that some of the people liked being on the dole and was like, you know what? I was scraping by before, but now I'm scraping by a little bit yes. better without doing any work yeah. and I can sit home and binge watch Netflix. Yeah. In fact, not only that, I can afford Netflix now. So. Well, people came back to work. They said it was kind of like after summer school. You see everybody, you catch up, and now everybody looks around at each other. And a lot of people aren't back to a normal schedule because they are still doing, you know, two, three days a week, and then the rest of the time they're at home, and they're just looking around. And they're a lot of these people are questioning, why am I even here? Hmm. So one issue is that hybrid means different things from company to company and even team to team. Typically, it seems employers are asking uh, or specifying which days. Some are doing it by teams. Some are leaving it up to the individual workers. Now, I don't know why that would be a problem because don't pay attention to what other employers are doing. If this is where you're working for, you right. know, Acme company, then you're right. going to do what they ask you. Why right. is this a problem? Exactly. You don't you don't go to work at Burger King and say, "You know, at McDonald's, we used to do it this way." What what do you you're not at McDonald's. You're Part not at this other company. You're at this you're at our company and this is the way we do things. I can see where other companies that you're working with, now if they're doing well, you know what? That wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter as long as somebody's available, whether they're home or in the office. Who cares? Right. As long as somebody's available. Anyway, the employees, a lot of employees apparently don't want to go back. And so I wanted to ask our listeners. That's you folks out there. So what has happened for you and your employer or if you're a um, business owner? How are you handling this? I would just love to know if you were working remotely, are you back in the office? Are you back in the office full time? What is your experience with it? Are you happy with it? Did it ever change for you? And of yeah. Course, give, it, give, it, give us your feedback. You, yep. can, you can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At Snack a Little. Or you can call us on our dedicated listener line and leave a message there. It's, uh, wait, what's that? 909. Okay. <laughs> 572-0278. Give us some feedback because, you know, Janice got her regular job, but she's an outside worker for mm -hmm. the most part. Was, well, I guess now because she doesn't even go in the office still. And I'm freelance and have been freelance for so long. I, you know, any of my information is 25 plus years old yeah. on as far as office culture and stuff like that. But we're curious, why are people not wanting to go back to work? You know, except for my speculation. Yeah, if and, you know, and and if you're and if you're one of the people, it it doesn't want to go back to regular work or anything. Let us know. We we want to we want to investigate this further and uh, follow up on another episode. So going back to our Korean chips and Korea, I wanted to mention before we um talk about your song facts. Okay. 
Koreans love skincare and self-care and so much so that like by the age of 11, parents are definitely slathering their children in sunscreen, which I mean, we do that here some more than others. That sounds reasonable. But no, we're talking about self-care with skincare, like all kinds of skin treatment to make sure these kids' skin is protected. And where we have Starbucks on every corner, they have places that you can go on every corner. It's like truly a thing. And they for self care stuff like bed bath beyond type of stuff or yes, but more high end. Wow. And they also are um, leading in. So there are a lot of people that like to go to Korea to have a lot of skincare. For example, threads. You can have threads um, threaded into just under the surface of your skin. It creates collagen. And it brings back youthfulness to your skin. Um, whoa, 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 yeah, wait, yeah. wait, 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 what? Yep. Threads. What? Threads. Thre- and they dissolve eventually. So it's it's different than the threads that, you know, the So what do you look of. like? Do you look like you have spider veins no, when you put the threads in? No, it doesn't. You can't tell. I mean, it might be a little swollen the first day. There's somebody that I follow that I found out about this. Wow. She does it herself. Oh, my God. It's fascinating to watch. So we're going to do a little bit of um, self-care today because... Wait, we, are we putting a needle under my skin? I'm going to just thread a little bit. Of, yep, yep. So get ready. Now, you can use numbing cream or not. It's totally up to you. No, so we're going to do something simpler. So before we started okay. the show, it, part of this is, do we think that there's a difference? Does it seem like it's worth it? And I've wondered this before because masks, facial masks, under eye masks, hand masks are all the rage more so and more more and more so. A lot of these do come from Korea, by the way. Okay. So before we started the show, Mark and I both exfoliated the heck out of just one hand because we both need at least one hand. Well, Mark more than I because he's using ma- managing you know, the, con- the controls. I need, a, I, need a, <laughs> I need to use one of my hands during the show. <laughs> at all times. <laughs> so we actually have two things that we're going to be doing. Okay, so we exfoliated, exfoliated our hands with some... Uh, vitamin C scrub yes. thing that you had, foaming. Yeah. Little tip, you guys, it's vitamin the vitamin C, C emergency. It's actually the store brand because it's cheaper. Right. And it makes a great exfoliant. And so I actually use so, it on my face. Yeah, because when she handed it to me, she goes, here, p- put this and, uh, you know, scrub, scrub it into scrub, your hand. Scrub. I said, wait a minute. I looked at the package and I was like, shouldn't I be putting this in water and stirring it up? So it is. So that's like an emergency or a vitamin C uh, fizzy pack. That's right. And, uh, you know, I noticed I can't just wash one hand. I mean, the other hand was getting exfoliated as well, but I tried to uh, scrub I it could, into my hand a little more. But I'm a professional. <laughs> I've done this a long time. But you didn't know about this. You're also going to be putting a, an eye patch under your eye. Oh, And at the yay. end of this, we'll try to decide. Do Wait, do I, I look like better? I haven't had enough sleep? It's not the point. <laughs> the point is self-care. You're okay. welcome. All right. <laughs> You're going to, like, hopefully find... I feel 20 years younger. See, now I do a little bit of self-care, but it's only a little bit of skin care and mm-hmm. very little. I, I actually do have a regular bar of soap in the shower, and then I also Ooh. have a bar of uh, 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 Dove soap, which Dove is okay. one quarter mor- moisturizing cream because they've been advertising that for so long. That's ingrained in, in at least okay. our culture here in the United States. And I use the Dove bar on uh, some of my dry skin parts, like my forearms that are out in the sun all the time, and of course my Ooh. bald head as well. So oh. I do a little bit of self. So so Jana is opening this eye, package, they're, and they're delicate. This is an under eye patch. It's like a gel. Yes, and, the, and trying I'm, to pull it out, I have to be very careful. 
Because... All right, so I'm, I'm only getting one of these? So I only yeah. put it on one eye? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Just one. Good thing I have a mirror nearby. Oh, wait, I don't. See, if you put makeup on all the time without seeing it, then you'd be like, I got this. See, and I only do makeup once a year <laughs> That's on right. Halloween. Yep. Okay. <laughs> did I get mine right? You did. Mine is coming apart, so. Okay. All right, well, let's get pictures of each other. Okay. Well, all right, so what it is... It actually. You put the glove uh, on first. So, so what this? Well, <laughs> I don't know. So, what this is, that Jana has opened a package and given to me and to herself. Oh. It's a little piece of like a black yeah. gel or something like that that sticks to your skin somewhat. This one's not really sticking where it needs to be there. And uh, I put it under my eye. She put it on her eye. And I got to tell you, you know what it smells like? What? I can't even smell it. Slime. Not not real slime, but remember slime when we were kids? I do. The, the, that's, that's what it's, oh, it smells like. Mine's coming apart. Mine's, oh. Don't quit touching it. <laughs> but it smells like, smells like the why. stuff that the original slime that's was. It took, it took me a flashback memory back to that. Which hand did you do? Left hand. Okay. Um, oh, so, okay. So now she's handing me this big glove. It's a giant glove. You know I have... have you know I have okay, small does, hands, ladies. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> so Jana's sliding her hand into the glove. It feels like it's Is full it? of KY jelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my heck. I so, don't know what that is. Honey and almond nourishing hand cream mask. Oh, okay. Here's the thing it says open. I guess I should pull that or It's full of vitamin E. And that helps nourish your skin. It also protects it from um, UV rays. It's very healthy and nutritious. <laughs> it's nutritious. I wonder if that means we could eat this too. Well, I don't know. Mine said, oh, I, I pulled off the open. Oh, you got yours in. I just ripped it open. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're savage. It's like there's a tab on here that I'm says open. about self-care. And it, and I'm, <laughs> I'm taking all the little weird like eye patch boogers that keep falling off of mine. I've been right. meaning I can't for even us open... to do this. For... What's okay. happening here? I can't even open this glove. I'll just put it there. Yours is falling. I know. I can feel it falling. Um, there's a there's a lot of chaos in the studio right now. <laughs> Self care is a lot of work. Okay, so I hold on. I still have to open the glove. <laughs> so the glove it looks like a giant flat uh, medical glove. And I can't even get the dang thing. Okay, I'm going to have to bite it. Holy crap. I can't. <laughs> Jenna, I can't even get this thing open. Um, what the? This is like a put the glove, hefty, hefty, glove hefty, on, thick so... plastic. That's really weird that it's this. Maybe I'm that weak. All right, here. Oh, I've, that sounded right. That sounded I've, like I've you got I've ripped a hole there. in it. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to slide my hand into the KY into jelly the glove. Goop filled. Oh, good. You have the stuff. hand on the right. Oh, this is. See, but fun. you're going to feel so good afterwards. This is so good for audio. No one knows what's going on. <laughs> oh, wow, it's very tight. Wow. Okay, all okay. right. Oh, all right. And we'll take a picture for. All of y'all. Okay, so this is... You know what? The glove looked a lot bigger than it... Uh-oh. My eye thing fell. Where'd it go? My mask is falling apart. My, Yours is falling off. Oh, it fell? 
Yeah. Oh, no. I don't even know where it goes. Oh, wait. went on the ground. Hold on. Let oh. me pick it up. Ooh, now it's going to be cat hair, too, which is probably good. Oh, my gosh. It's probably totally good for you. And I cleaned up cat barf under there, too. Oh. <laughs> Great. All right. So I have my eye patch and my glove. The glove. And we're taking a picture right now that we will be posting on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter <laughs> at Snack a Little. Self-care. Oh, my gosh. Maybe we'll take a picture uh, after the show, too, once we've taken all this All right, all so I out. have my cat hair eye under eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> I know, mine is coming apart. It's sliding off. I guess I guess well, when you put these on, totally you're supposed to lay, be laying down, probably not sitting up. Yes, but this so was coming way... apart before I even got it out of the oh, wow. thing. So the glove looked like it was much bigger than it is, because when I put my fingers in it now, my fingers look like they're hot dogs in a hot dog pack. But how does that Sing- feel? Singular. I mean, you squeeze it and stuff. You can feel all that stuff doing that. I guess. <laughs> okay. But you know what? Moving on. So this is just about <laughs> getting this stuff on us. And it's about self-care. And the Koreans, maybe they're on to something there. Because it's a big deal from a very young age. Boys and girls are taught, take care of your skin. Wow. So we're doing a little bit of that today. And maybe just being... So. Being good to yourself just helps. Well, you know, if this makes my left hand nice and smooth, I might be using that. Right? <laughs> oh, it'll be like oh a gosh. different date. <laughs> gosh. It's a different date night tonight. <laughs> and, on, <laughs> and on that note, you have some music or something you want to share? I do have something. I, you know what? Before before gosh. I get into the music, in fact, let me uh, let me see if I can cue this music up. Okay. Uh, but I do want to, this is a, a little follow-up story that I've been meaning to tell you. Uh, you know, we've I've talked before uh, a few weeks ago now, I had a problem with a rooster yep. down the street, mm-hmm. two houses away and all that. And and for those who regular listeners, you can, you know, you remember the rooster story. Well, I actually have a little addendum to that. So I'm out doing some uh, pretty serious work in my front yard. I'm zero scaping it. That here in uh, Southern California is very popular to get rid of your grass in your front yard. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm looking at your iPad. <laughs> it's, just, it's slowly it's, it's dripping right. down my nose. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm doing some zero scaping, and I'm I'm taking the grass off my yard, and I'm gonna uh, make it a a yard full of just uh, dried leaves from from my huge tree that I have there. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I was out there uh, capping some of my sprinklers because I still need to use a sprinkler system that sits in a uh, another area anyway so i'm out there you know working hard down on my hands and knees in the dirt and all that and at the corner of my eye i see the neighbor from two houses away he's out in his truck and he comes out and i think he waves to me now mind you i don't know my neighbors i don't talk to them right and this is the guy where the chicken was and he comes walking down the street and he's got a little kid with him i'm assuming it's his son probably uh six years old or something like that six or seven and he goes Hey, can I help you out? And I'm thinking, and I think I probably said, well, unless you're going to get down here on your knees and help dig dirt out and stuff, you know, it always cracks me up when people say, hey, can I help you out? Yeah. You you don't want to. This is, I'm doing pretty hard work here. Anyway, I said, no, no, I'm doing, I'm just uh, capping this. And of course, the little kid gets right in next to me. I mean, he crouches down next to me. He goes, what are you doing? <laughs> so I said, oh, I'm capping off my sprinklers. I'm putting on a cap. Got to make sure it's sealed. And Anyway, and they stood there with me 
for a good four minutes. Hmm. Nothing else was said. I mean, I was clearly, in, in my mind, I was like, I got to get this stuff done today. Yeah. Because I had to move to the next step. And, you know, I was very focused on my work, so I wasn't. But I wonder if he knows I'm the guy that called about the chicken, oh. the rooster. And he was like, well, let me go down there and see what that guy's all about or well, something. Why would he know that, though? I don't know. And, and I don't mind that he did because it was rude what was going on. Yeah. But why did he not bring it up? That was, It was so weird that I'm still working there and he and his son are just standing there watching me. Yeah. Nothing else is being said. Nothing like, hey, well, I'm your neighbor. And if you never, if you, if you, you know, I uh, got my wife. This is my son, Billy, or whatever his son's name. You know, there's no introduction or anything like that. And I'm like, you know, because he, he didn't say, hey, I'm Dave. He was trying to decide if he wanted to take you out. But then he was like, no, <laughs> not, while my, not while my son is here. Oh, wait. It was just so weird to me that it Sizing was. Sizing you it, up, trying to decide if he can take you. I, You know what? Yeah. And I was thinking that. You know, and I was thinking, what? It, what's the deal? Yeah. Is he going to say anything else? You know, and I'm, I'm working. Like I said, I'm digging under the sprinkler and I'm trying to fit a cap on properly. And I'm just like. Is he going to say anything? Is he going to... And he goes, well, we'll see you later. I'm like... Good talking to you. Right. Good talk. Good talk. I'm like, what... Was that an intimidation thing that he did? Because he didn't... Like I said, he didn't ask my name. He didn't... It was It was really odd. No, so that's my follow-up to the... I that, think he was trying to be a good neighbor, and you totally shat on his parade. <laughs> Just ignored him and kept working. I suppose. I mean, I kind of, I kind of did that. Scary and mean. I yeah. I I kind of did that, but I'm like, well, he didn't ask anything else. He didn't seem to, you know, say, hey, well, you know, do you do this or what do you do or sprinkler guy? Yeah, or anything like that. So, anyways, that was that was odd. I just want to throw that follow up. That's a follow up to my to my rooster story. I know my my eye thing is drooping and flapping around. You don't want to be drooping and flapping around. <laughs> All right. Oh. Here you go. Tell me when you know what this is, Jana. Oh, yeah. And I have to talk over well, it there's in case we get in trouble. Well, there are a couple different things it sounds like. At first, I thought it was Pink Floyd. Okay. And then I'm like, no, 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 that's too something. And then it also <laughs> kind of sounds like the beginning of Tears for Fears. Sort of, but that wouldn't be your era. You wouldn't be so much into the shout, shout, let it right. all out. So I don't know yet. It's oh, Phil Collins? No. Am I at the right era? Yes, definitely the right era. I mean, clearly there's a distinct sound to this particular era. Like Steve era. Winwood, Phil Collins, something like that. Oh, I totally should know this. I know that I know. You this. will, you will get it at some point. I mean, it, it, it becomes pretty obvious. But you are, you are right on track. Oh my gosh! And this isn't even the song I'm going to talk about. <laughs> this is making me crazy because I know that I know what this. Uh. I'm trying to think. How long is this? This is a long intro. It's a long intro. But I'm close. I'm in the right era. You're in the right era. Wrong... And I know there's people listening that already that's know not, what this is. That's not Phil, the Phil Collins group whose name I can't think. Oh, it's not Genesis. Or, oh, um, no. Genesis. Holy crap. Oh, holy crap. 
I know. Everybody's like you, idiot. No, no, no. No, I don't think so. It's just I'm wondering when it's going to get to the 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 main lo- the main theme that you're going to know what it is because this is this is taking is longer it, than I expected. Is it something that's going to throw me a little bit because there are some rock bands that kind of went into this not totally rock, but then it turns rock eventually, like Van Halen. When during the Hagar not, years, it was no. a lot of this synthesizer like this. So, so late '80s, early '90s. Mid 80s. Okay. Mid to late 80s. Well, mid 80s, really. Oh my gosh. I know that I know this. And it's not. Not Steve Winwood. Not Genesis. Not Phil Collins. Not Sammy Hagar. It's so, it's so funny because I didn't, I didn't think it was going to go this long, but here you go. Kenny Loggins? <laughs> Gosh. It didn't do what I was... Oh, you know what? I thought I was ready. Oh. That was the opening intro music to Top Gun. Okay. Wow. And it's, it, but it was supposed to blend into the, the, uh, the, the Top Gun anthem part. Oh, okay. Nope, that's not it. See this plastic? Hold on. <laughs> I do see plastic thought, hanging off I your thought, eye. <laughs> I thought I was prepped. And I thought I, I thought I had the music right, but let's see if this this will. Uh, I, I gotta skip ahead. There we go. Okay. This is what it was supposed to go into, but it didn't. Okay. That's the Top Gun theme. Yes. That was you're supposed to hear that and then go. Oh wait, I, that that that's. Yeah. All right, enough of that crap. So the reason I'm bringing up Top Gun, <laughs> Top yes. Gun has been uh, uh, number one in the box office for its two first two weeks, the biggest box office opening weekend and all this other stuff. It's just blockbuster. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, I'm hearing great things, yes. Uh, and, of course, this, this, this past weekend, because obviously this show will drop on Monday, uh, the new Jurassic Park movie opens, and it'll be interesting to see if it uh, knocks Top Gun out of its uh, right. slot or not. And you guys will know that by the time this drops, which is Monday. I need to hurry up and catch up because I think there's a few I've missed. Well, I'm I'm catching up. I'm working on it now. I'm doing a binge watch at at my theater, uh, my home theater. At his theater. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I want to talk talk about uh, Top Gun because uh, the the movie it's great. By the way, go mm-hmm. go see the new movie Top Gun Maverick. But before you do, be sure to watch the original Top Gun first. You need Which to rewatch I it. Did. And it's a great movie. Oh, you did. I so did. what did you? Was it still a great movie for you? Mm-hmm. Yep. I because it gets a lot of bad crap because people are like, oh, it's it's so corny, it's so this. And I watched it again. I said, I thought it was a great I movie. I like Tom Skerritt. It was just I, it was just a great story. I get a little sad neat. seeing Val Kilmer just knowing you know. Right, but so now you have to go see the the new one. Yes. So here's something interesting that I found out musically about that was the, the Hans Zimmer uh, music that was playing about uh, the main theme song which is of course this is the one and then we skip ahead since we've already done now you know who this is right Kenny Lowe yeah did I not say did no I, say? I said okay so the first time when you played the first guitar riff, I'm like, oh, of course, oh, okay. Logan. Right. 
weird how you can hear something he, like that and you just know. He did not write this song. Oh. He was not supposed to do this song oh. for the movie. This was not what he was supposed to do. So what happened, I saw a re- an interview. I, I saw the interview recently. I'm not sure how recent the interview was. It seemed to be a relatively recent one. Uh, where Kenny Loggins actually said that they knew this was going to, or you know, they, Bruckheimer and, and company thought this was going to be a big movie. Mm-hmm. So they actually did a cattle call and had all these writers come in. Oh. And they all went to a screening to watch the movie. Oh, and Kenny Loggins said he was looking around. And he was so intimidated by all the writers. He and his writing partner were there, uh-huh. and I think his writing partner was Peter Wolf, not but, Messina. But but no, no, it was not Messina. Okay. But it was Peter Wolf, not Peter Wolf from uh, 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 Right Freeze Frame. <laughs> yeah. what is that Jay Giles Band. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but a, uh, another writing partner. Uh, anyway, a producer, and he was in there, and and Kenny actually said that uh, this is the interview he said i i knew that i couldn't hit, make the big song for this movie so oh. i focused on one of the scenes now i don't remember this part in the movie but you just saw it but you'll 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 know when it comes up just by hearing the i mean music. if there was like uh, this is totally 80s i mean could this be the maybe the volleyball scene yeah it's exactly I'll oh it forward. is yeah oh I'll skip forward. A so the volleyball scene, Kenny Kenny Loggins said, "You know what? I can't I can't write for the the big theme song they want. Yeah. But you know what? I'm gonna write something for that volleyball scene and at least get my name on the soundtrack. Right on. And that was his whole I his whole concept. And it turns out this song actually became a a lot of people have called it a gay anthem because of the. Uh, yeah. The, the scene in the, the movie and everything. Scene. I always assume because you don't see much of Val that he must have. He well, obviously Anthony Edwards also right. is in a T-shirt because I, I think he's just a, a tall glass of milk. Right. Um, but I think that maybe Val also was a little low on muscles because really you just see Cruz and the, the <laughs> other guy from who was also in Roxanne. I think I don't know what the actor's name is though, but. Oh. Right. Well, good. Go, Kenny. So, playing with the boys was his song that he did. Now, he was. He also told a story. He said he was playing. He was uh, recording down the street, yeah. I guess, at another studio or something like that. And and uh, I, I forget the names of the people that were involved, but the the people that were involved in producing the music for Top Gun. They actually, Danger Zone was written and originally gonna, contracted to be performed by, and I was going to get a clip of them doing the song. I couldn't find it anywhere on the internet. Oh. Starship. Oh, it's totally a Starship song. Starship Duh. was going to be doing Danger Zone. but And they, they would have done a great the con- job. The contract fell apart. Sorry, Kenny. Yours is fine, too. <laughs> and they went down the street. And and said, you know, Kenny, Kenny's playing, you know, he's recording the studio. And they said, hey, can you come in and help us out? He went in, he added a little bit of guitar riff to it and yeah. added, changed the words a little bit and made it his song. And that's how Kenny Loggins became so the cool. Danger Zone guy. That's very cool. And in fact, I was doing some research on this and he's done so many soundtracks and stuff. We have to do a whole episode yeah. on Kenny Loggins. Well, 
another thing that now I'm going to want to going to want to follow up on because you're saying that they went they did the cattle call and a bunch of artists. I want to know if Berlin wrote um, take my, take breath, my away. breath away specifically for the movie for that scene. Or if they they'd already written it, right? If and they had that song and they said, "Hey, this would work great." You know, I wonder if that was awesome. yeah, that, that would be interesting if they were in on that screening, right? And they said, "Let's write a song for that," or "Hey, we already have a song that we're working on that could fit that." Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Hmm. So there you go. Kenny Loggins did not write "Danger Zone" as much as we associate him with it. It was originally supposed to be "Star Starship," and man, I would love to hear. Mick and Slick yeah. doing Danger Zone, but I couldn't find it on the internet. But anywhere. so they did write it though. Uh, I don't know if they wrote it. I just know from the it was a quick interview with Kenny Loggins, and yeah. he was saying that they were uh, uh, they were contracted to do it. Let's put it that way. So I don't know. I don't know exactly. because it does sound like a Starship song. Now that you say that, right? Uh, it sounds like a Starship song. And I wonder if that guitar riff was the one that you know if Kenny Loggins came up with that if it was different guitar riff because like I said this was a brief interview and he said I did come up with a little guitar riff and I changed around the words a little bit but uh, other than that he was not originally supposed to be the one singing Danger Zone do you know the besides Grace Slick and who was the other guy Uh, Mick Mick do you know any of the other people's names in Starship Giorgio Moroder or Tom Whitlock? No. Nope. That's who wrote it. No. Nope. Okay. Oh. So well, maybe maybe not Starship I, either. The yeah. The only reason that I know uh Mick and Slick is cuz one of their uh videos they were running as candidates in the video part and it was oh, vote right, for right, Mick right. and yeah. Slick and so that's why I knew Grace Slick and I mean no Mickey's I think his name's Mickey his nickname. Anyway. That gets way off topic. <laughs> Are we going to keep the hand on for the no, next segment? No, we're going to, we'll take it off like during or whatever. We can take it off here and All massage right. it in. <laughs> I mean, going, it's more, more talk about hands. So we can take the little goop thing off and, and our hands. All right, well, we'll leave it on until you, I'll, I just didn't know whether we were going to go into Paranormal Corner with we the are. glove on or not. We can, yeah, we can All right, do the glove all is still on our You hands. can just go ahead and start taking it off and ma- massaging it into your skin. Well, I've been massaging it into my skin. No, but skin. I mean, now that we're done, but, but I'll start talking about, because I have a couple different things. The first thing I want to talk about, speaking of hands, I just figured I'd tell you guys uh, about a week ago now. Uh, I was in my bedroom and I was on the bed and it was close to bedtime and I thought, well, it's a work night. I'm just going to put the computer down and... and no, wait a minute. I, I'm sorry. Is it were you, your upstairs bedroom or the, yeah, parlor, the parlor that you've been staying? Okay, yeah. the parlor. Yep. Which for those regular listeners know, the parlor is where a lot of uh, this activity has, happened, has yes. occurred. Yes. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I decide to put the computer and I had a drink with me too. And I'm like, and put that so I don't end up with a bottle in Ooh. my back or something. And <laughs> so anyway, I kind of, uh, lean over to my right to put those away. And right there at bed level, reaching out to me, palm down was a very long, thin hand reaching out to me. No way. And it, um, was kind of a grayish brown color strangely i didn't scream 
I kind of backed up and I'm looking around and I'm thinking, okay, what did, what did I think was a hand, but it's really not a hand. Now I can still picture it clearly. Wow. I know what I saw. I saw a hand reaching for me. It was disembodied hand. That's all it was, was a hand reaching for so me. So it wasn't attached to anything or it no, was out of your... No, all I could see was the hand. Wow. And there was nothing. It's just air and floor. There was nothing there. There's nothing that else that it could be that I could be go, oh, okay. It was the, you know, the... The broom or the... Right. Or the, the accordion thing on the whatchamathinger. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it was, but it was... It was very clearly it was a hand, but yes, my thought is, what did I just see? And there's nothing else there. So it was there and then it wasn't. And so there you go. That's not all the whole paranormal corner, but I just figured I would tell y'all that just happened a couple weeks ago. And I have had some odd things. A couple times now I have felt something get, like push the bed behind me. It's soft. I mean, it's not like violent. Right. And there's no cat in there. There's no cat. There's nothing around. But I'm, I'm that's what I know what I'm feeling. Wow. So things have been kind of odd around here. I will get more. Some of you who follow me on Facebook already know this, but I'll talk more about this. But I've been doing some research on my home and the properties around me. And I'm wondering if maybe I'm stirring something up just because of looking up. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, yeah. <clears throat> Looking including up, some looking, doing doing research finding out the previous homeowners and stuff like that you yes. think that maybe there's a connection between you maybe. doing that and trying to find information on some of these people who are past that maybe that yes. encourages their spirits to come up or or something something right? yes right. All right. So, so what? <laughs> you got to explain what you're doing. We're we're not on video I, I, here. No, I have taken my glove off and. Okay. And now you have a very shiny hand of uh, uh, looks lubricated. Yes, it not does. that I know what a lubricated hand looks like, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so I've gone ahead and taken mine off, and I'm going to massage my hand while I'm also fi finishing the rest of Paranormal Corner okay. for you guys. Well, then in that so case, Mark I'll can go take ahead and work on his too. Off. Work on that, Mark. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, but I'm also taking you back into, we talked, we dealt with hands, we've been doing things with our hands, <laughs> and self-care, but now we're going to talk about, back to Korea, Korean superstitions. I'm going to give, um, I'm going to give some of these to you. Okay. Writing names in red is thought to be a bad omen, including failure and death. Huh. It's a shaman belief. Um... In China, red calligraphy was reserved for execution. Uh, the shamanistic belief in Korea, I guess it spread, and now they believe it too. Here's another one. Okay, hold on. I've taken the glove off, and yeah. I have all this stuff on my left hand. Mm -hmm. If I use my right hand to massage it in, With your how right am I going to push the buttons to get well, the last... So you just keep massaging it in. All right. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> oh, that feels good. He's this not massaging it into me, by the way. I'm just doing my own massage. <laughs> Good thing this isn't on video. We're here in our underwear. In our underwear, yes. So here's another. If someone dreams of pigs, it's a good omen. In Korea, the pig is a symbol of fertility. Mm. Um, in the United States, a pig is a symbol bacon. of flavor. <laughs> yes. Uh, the number four, it's a symbol of bad luck. In elevators, the letter F indicates the fourth floor for the number four. The pronunciation of the number four is similar to the word, I can't read that because it's not in my language. <laughs> I mean, it's a symbol. It's a Korean symbol, I guess. Right. Uh, basically, the symbol apparently is similar to death. 
Uh, it's they believe that the swallow is thought to bring good luck and it's viewed as a positive figure. <laughs> swallow the bird. Oh, <laughs> I was dinging that for the swallow. It is said because <laughs> usually a swallow is good luck. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> it is said that it is auspicious to go outside at the dawn of New Year's Day and hear the sound of a magpie. I wouldn't know the sound of a magpie if I heard one. It is ominous to hear the sound of a crow. Is it the same? Are crows like, are they the same? No, I, I, I don't know. No. We know what crows sound like. We got those all around our area. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping with the fan turned on incorrectly, it's believed to bring possible death. Well, damn it, because I've got the fan on every night. So apparently it's though. on correctly. Wow. Because here I am. Here I am. What's <laughs> What's the fan incorrectly on? What, I don't know. How, what it says that? some Koreans believe it can cause lack of oxygen and hypothermia. Wow. Well, I mean, if you did it in the winter and you're sleeping outside, it probably surely would I help. guess. Uh, if someone is presented with shoes for a gift, some Koreans believe that this is a sign that one significant other will desert them. <laughs> Anything that looks like a shoebox, if I, you want to stay I, together, don't even be like, no, no, thank you, and push I it back. I got you a pair of shoes, and now I'm leaving. See ya. Okay, I I hope this is good luck, because I'm a leg shaker. If people shake their lugs, they can lose their good luck. Shake the, Wait, you said shake their lugs. Legs. <laughs> shake those lugs. <laughs> they can lose their good luck. They may have lost future opportunities. I thought at first I read future as furniture, and I was going to be like, if I just lose furniture, that's okay. I'd be all right with that. <laughs> Wait, shake their legs? If you shake your leg. See, like the, the nervous shake? Oh, okay. I see what you I mean. I just did it. Oh. I, well, I'm I not even leaving the house. I'm not gonna, I can't see because we're not in gonna our gonna underwear. I'm not going to walk in front of any <laughs> trucks today or anything. <laughs> Setting foot on a threshold can bring misfortune so never go into any any house ever again what, what, what is that or does that mean just stepping does that mean on lay the down and crawl or no i think it's setting foot on the threshold instead of stepping over it okay the superstition you know I mean? originates from the time of the mongol invasions in korea in korean culture it is preferable to want for one to die at home and for the body to remain in the home for some time Leaving the house in wow. a coffin was a means to dispose of the lingering attachment to the world with the threshold of the front door thought to be a boundary between this world and the afterlife. Therefore, a living person to step on the threshold of a door is considered a sign of bad luck. Wow. Are you going to remember that now from now on? No, but I'm, I was wondering if Norman Bates was Korean because when his mom died, he kept her from leaving the house. Oh, right. Wait, did you not know that? No, is that I, a spoiler but, but, alert? No, no, I know that, but I mean, I'm <laughs> just thinking. From a movie that's older than we are? Maybe you're right. <laughs> I have to look into who wrote that and all of that. He was just acting, and Perkins wasn't like the, right? Right, he did not okay. write it. This is important, everybody. Listen up. Write this down. Put it in your journal. Take a picture. Put it under your pillow. <laughs> it's bad luck to cut one's nails, fingernails, or toenails at night. Uh-oh. I know. I do that all the time at night. Well, how's your luck going lately? <laughs> Good point. Now you know. If anybody questions what with your luck, then it could be that. So the last one. It's thought that if one eats sea mustard, sea as in like the ocean, S-E-A, okay. sea mustard soup. We're trying that on the show because I don't even know. <laughs> If one eats sea mustard soup on the day of an exam, one will fail the test. Sea mustard is slippery, so it is thought that one will fall down, and that's in quotes, and fail. 
On the other hand, if a person eats sticky rice cake or Korean hard taffy, he or she will pass the exam. Rice cakes and Korean hard taffy are sticky, so it's thought to help the person stick instead of slip and thus pass the test. Well, I think that's really odd, weird, and... <laughs> and that's why I put it in Paranormal Corner, partially because, you know, we're, we're touching on some Korean stuff. Right. But also, yeah, some of this is just kind of, you know, I mean, it's superstitious. It's, you know... All right, so how is the your fingernail hand thing that, after I all mean, this? I mean, everything is soft. Feel yeah, that. but it's still... Feel that. I don't know. My hand still has a bunch of slippery crap. Okay! <laughs> but I didn't feel it before, so well, here, I don't know. Do this. Like, dry it off. Dry it. I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) We are really goopy, you guys, because that glove Uh, was full of stuff. (laughs) It was. It was. uh... It's there. It has a. There's a very nondescript. There is no scent. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. It's scent scent free. Which is good because that's very masculine, don't you think? I mean, you're not walking away smelling like peaches or roses or something. Well, that's true. But peaches or herb. I did. I actually. I took some of the. Oh, and put it on the noggin? Uh, goop, and I put That's, it up on my my. You know what? Head. You should take it home so, for later because this stuff... I should probably stuff squeeze is, some of this stuff under my head. Yeah, it's aloe vera and, and things that yeah, are... and uh, I, need, I need that. I do have a dry, dry scalp up there. It's good for... Uh, where there's no hair. Sunblock. There you go. All right. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Once again, we want you to uh, send us a message right on our Facebook page. You can go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Snack a Little, or... Or you can call us on our dedicated listener line. Leave a message. We may use it on the show. That is 909-572-0278. Seriously want to know if you ever ended up with this hybrid work schedule. Work environment stuff. And what it, what is it like for you as an employer or an employee? What are your thoughts on that? We want to investigate this. We want to get into the workforce a little bit. I know that uh, one of my sisters has been dealing with that. Um, and people who, I, as far as I know, uh, some of the people that are considered protected or whatever, I don't even know if they're coming in much to the office. I think my brother's is similar, where it's hybrid. So let us know, folks. And go see Top Gun Maverick. It's a worthy sequel. 